0: they're
1: looking for, they win. Ignore them, you win. Just Just
2: Hi, everybody. Uh, I'm Ari Engel, the director of Creative Community for Peace. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, these panel sessions have been amazing and we're excited for this one. For those of you who don't know, Creative Community for Peace is a nonprofit entertainment industry organization comprised of prominent members of the entertainment community who have come together to promote the arts as a bridge to peace. Additionally, we are the leading organization working to counter anti Semitism within the entertainment industry and working to counter the cultural boycott of Israel. Uh, we are a nonprofit organization, so we do rely on donations to do our work and to bring you panel sessions like these. So please consider making a donation. To learn more about us and to make a donation, you can simply go to ccfpeace.com. That's ccfpeace.com or creativecommunityforpeace.com. We have something a little more lighthearted today for everyone as we bring you a great discussion with fabulous group of comedians and actors as they discuss their trips to Israel and the state of the comedy industry. To briefly introduce everybody, first we have Avi Liberman, who has performed stand up comedy on CBS's Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson, on Comedy Central's Premium Blend and Make Me Laugh, as well as NBC's Friday Night? His acting credits include Dave's World, Boston Common, and Andy Town USA. Avi can be seen regularly on E as one of their frequent guests on their very popular Countdown series. Avi also runs trips to Israel for comedians, many of whom are on this panel today. Next, we have Tammy Pascatelli. She won Comedy Central's Stand Up Showdown. She was a finalist on the second and third seasons of Last Comic Standing, and she also co-created, produced, wrote, and starred in the reality show, A Stand-Up Mother. You can also find her Netflix special, Finding the Funny, streaming now. Our next guest is Steve White, who is an actor and comedian best known for his roles in Spike Lee films. He has worked with Lee five times on Do the Right Thing, Mo' Better Blues, Malcolm X, Clockers, and Get on the Bus. He has also appeared multiple times on the legendary Russell Simmons Deaf Comedy Jam and has also had a recurring role in ABC's comedy series Hanging with Mr. Cooper. (laughs) (laughs) Next, we have Emmy Award winning writer and comedian Brian Kelly, who is the head monologue writer for Conan O'Brien and has made numerous appearances on the show as well. He is also an author and released his novel The Astounding Misadventures of Rory Collins. Uh, next, we have Elon Gold, a comedian and actor who starred in Fox's Stacked and NBC's In-Laws.
0: Nobody he made cares. made 10
2: appearances on oh, The Tonight yeah. Show oh. and a recurring role in the hit show Bones. Elon was a writer, performer in ABC's The Dana Carvey Show and his guest okay. starred on Frasier, The Mentalist Chappelle Show, amongst others. His uh, stand-up special Netflix uh, is now on Amazon Prime and you can he can also be seen mm-hmm. in season three of Crashing on HBO. Uh, which he plays his most challenging role yet, which is himself. Uh, our final panelist needs no <laughs> introduction. He's a Golden Globe and Emmy Award-winning actor who has appeared Wait, in films. So we all films need such introductions. Blank. Singles, Very Bad Things, The Family Man, Black Hawk Down, The Kingdom, Heat, and Old School. He is also one of the stars of everyone's favorite show, Entourage. We're excited to have Jeremy Piven with us today. Finally, our moderator is the Features Editor Variety, who once again is with us. Melina Saval is leading the discussion. And with that, I turn it over to you, Melina.
3: Okay. Can everyone see me? Yes. yes. hello. Hi, how are you?
2: Oh,
4: hey. Hey. It's
3: good to meet you guys. Jeremy, I don't know if you remember, but a million years ago, you did the cover of Hebe magazine, and I actually interviewed you for that. Hebe. <laughs> I think we met at Toast that- on Third that like cafe place. Yeah. And, um yeah. Anyway. So hi again.
5: Cover boy. Goes back, <laughs> everybody.
3: Um, so I was hi- the cover of WAP
5: magazine. So
6: that just to make you feel better. <laughs> By the um,
3: way,
0: before we start, we, actually, before- we did, you know, it, we can did anyone hear me? I hear you, Elon. Hello, you go, darling. Okay. Star, how come Jeremy needed no introduction? Are you saying we all need introductions? Oh, Jeremy Piven. This is a man who needs
7: no introduction. But let me just—I'm happy they got my credit from 1984 in there. Mine too.
4: Those are those
6: were all from the Arsenio Hall show.
7: Yeah,
4: guys. I I need a minute. Uh, um, let me just get this out because there's nothing better than the present. Right now, I'm sitting in a 1990 Cadillac Seville. That's awesome. It's burgundy. Dude, that's
3: amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm at the beach. Oh, man.
4: <laughs> 5-year-old mother, my 85-year-old mother is right there. It has Vogue tires. Oh my god. Uh, and a gold emblem in the front. It was my daddy's caddy. So if you guys don't Aww. see it again, send don't send the cops to Sarasota. Please do <laughs> not. Send <them> Sarasota. <laughs> Sarasota. Yeah, I don't know how long I can let, I'm and I'm illegally parked on the grass. Oh my God. You're in Florida?
3: That's legal. You're in in
4: Florida, Florida, Steve? I'm in Florida. Run. You may never see me again. That's
3: That's why you don't need to wear a mask. (laughs) Oh my God. And I
4: have an illegal handicap sticker for my mom.
3: Look, I've I've moderated a lot of panels with comedians, and generally, uh, very quickly, I'm, like, completely edged out of the conversation. So, like, if you guys just want to take over, I totally get it. I've done Just for Laughs every year for, like, several years. And you guys, I don't think any of you need an introduction. I think you're all amazing. And I spent yesterday watching clips of all of you. And I'm actually going to start with Avi. Um, just because it's a good way to bookend this whole thing. Why I, am I opening?
7: I don't like that. No, I'm teasing. Well, yeah. because God I want you to. <laughs> we closed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: But I just, the only thing I want you to start with is to tell us about the Kobe Mandel Foundation because I know that you take a lot of uh, comics to Israel for um, comedy for Kobe. And I thought this would be a good opportunity for you to talk about the organization, just a tad about what they do and why. You bring them to Israel for this uh, philanthropic organization. Uh,
7: yeah, basically, I started taking comedians to Israel in about two thousand three, and it did. It, it started it's just to kind of brighten the mood, like when the terrorism was going on there, and just the mood was awful. And it kind of started as just like oh, a safe God, night out. And then um, what happened was, uh, it's thank oh God when that died down, it sort of morphed into. Uh, It's, well, a charity tour. Like, it isn't anything we started to really make a ton of money. And long story short, we partnered with the Kobe Mandel Foundation. They work with uh, children of trauma. Like, if you've lost a father, mother, sister, brother, it used to be in any terrorist attack. It's named for a boy, Kobe Mandel. He and his friend, Yosef Ishran were uh, killed by uh, terrorists uh, wandering in caves uh, just outside of Jerusalem. He was 13 and Yosef was 12 they were beaten to death with rocks. So the the family who had three other children, Seth and Sherry Mandel, realized there are other families obviously who are going through this. Let's kind of take the tragedy and see if we can turn it into a positive. And they started a summer camp for other kids that have also been through this. So it's, uh, they don't grow up, you know, angry at the world for the rest of their lives. They meet other kids who've been through what they've been through. They have a grieving mother's group throughout the year and they do numerous programs for parents that have also lost children. Um, So it's like a big mental health thing that they do there. So, and it just, we, you know, I started with another charity, kind of in a good, it outgrew what they were able to handle like administratively. So then we ended up working with them and it's been kind of a great marriage ever since they, uh, it's, you know, and uh, so it's just kind of nice to, you know, to, to bring, to sense, you know, make his name something that's a positive now instead of a tragedy when you, you know, you think of, Seth and Sherry Mendel, the parents, they came up to me after the first tour we ever did. And they said, you know, everywhere we go, People kind of walk on eggshells around us because they don't know what to say. God forbid that happens to a parent. And uh, he goes, now all of a sudden people coming up to us like this show was great. When's the next one? He's like, all of a sudden we're more socially accessible just because these comedians we don't know, Jewish, not Jewish, whatever, are come over here and making people laugh. So it's kind of a double bonus. The, these guys get to come over and, you know, you know experience Israel and my like mini ulterior motive, they get to see what the reality is on the ground instead of what you see in the news. Right. And then they come back and can tell the other comics what it's really like. Provide a big sense of laughter. You know, the guys I'm bringing these people on the screeners. You know, the funniest people in the world, and they can come over do you know do what they do. They have a good time and at the same time raise us money for 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 the charity. So that's you know, Seven- enough. <laughs>
3: I'm loving the juxtaposition right now. You explaining this organization, which is doing such great work. And Steve is showing us an amazing view of the beach. There's a catamaran. And I'm laughing here yeah. as you're talking
7: <laughs> Yeah, I was talking so, to Steve. I was just like, no, go to the beach. You gotta take you gotta take care of your mom. It's yeah, absolutely doing it It's not
6: beach. his mom. It's a volleyball that he named mom.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's my like mom ass you ass want <laughs> me to walk
7: over there? To socially
3: distance. He's got a volleyball. Yeah. So tell me about um, just you know, Avi. You, you were born in Israel, but you grew up in Texas, correct? Yeah, correct. So maybe I mean it's sort of obvious, but what is the difference in terms of the humor that plays well in Texas and the humor that plays well to an Israeli audience?
7: As long as you're talking about guns, that you're going to be fine. So that's uh, that's I'm
3: kidding.
7: <laughs> um, basically, no. This, I think it's the same. I mean, you can talk to you know the other comics on the here and dids who have you know done the tour. <laughs> And uh, this Jeremy, I know, has also performed in Israel, not a march, but he, he went on his own. Is that it's basically, I think, funny is funny in a translate. I mean, most of the, comedic, the audience we're playing to, I'd say it's like, they're all anglos first of all it's like 80 percent american and the other 20 percent are like you know brits canadians australians but uh, tel aviv i'd say has the largest amount of uh you know native speaking israelis you know hebrew speakers that come it's but they all know english so it's not it was funny though sometimes like when we do the show in tel aviv i'll kind of sneak to the back of the theater and the other comedians are on and there's like a section where a bunch of the israeli comics will come and sit and uh yossi tarablus is a comedian in israel his english is impeccable so I see sometimes where he'll be sitting with like six or seven of them, and it's you know if it's a joke that's really language based, you know, based on English slang or something. I saw once like five or six heads turn to him, and I saw him kind of go like this, and then they all cracked up laughing afterwards. It's like you know sometimes you'll have to it'll be like a mini delay. It's you not, know what that's it's right.
0: like, Avi? I don't mean to interrupt you, but no, you know what it's like doing comedy <laughs> in like comedy on Zoom. You just have to wait another second or two for it To hear the laugh, for them to process it together—it's yes. very much like our comedy of today. This hell that we're in doing comedy on conference
7: call. yeah, that's what it is. That, that yeah. for just that small moments, those small moments. But yeah, except
3: other than that, that, that there's always
6: anxiety. a mother that's nursing too in the middle of the
4: audience.
3: Well, you know, Tammy, Tammy. I mean, you know, not to kind of draw a, a comparison that's been beat over the head like a dead horse but you know there's been so many comparisons i mean your humor is very uh, you know rooted in the italian family and your you know the, the italian culture you performed it in is? italy no. <laughs> i mean <laughs> just by uh, you know by virtue of the fact that you are italian and there's always comparisons made when you what year did you go to italy uh sorry to israel to perform i believe See? you went with avi yeah Yeah, you're could you're
6: well. I think we went two years ago, right, Abby? Yeah, I think so. I fell in love uh, in Israel. I I mean, first of all, I kept I kept being afraid because I had crashed and burned at one of the little Israel uh, communities over here that Elon Gold's parents have a house at in in like upstate New York. And all I kept hearing about, right? Yes, I kept hearing. Uh, Elon Gold, before the show, Elon Gold's parents have a house here. Elon Gold's parents have a house here. Oh my gosh, do you know Elon Gold? And I said, no, you know, but I'm ready, I'm here, I'm going to do the show. And the guy before me was really funny, but he doesn't, you know, listen, I'm a monologist. I never get cast in things. I've tried to be Jeremy's wife at least four times over my career. (laughs) You know, I never, I I just talk about my family. I've
0: also tried to be Jeremy's wife. (laughs)
6: i saw you there um but the guy in front of me told very typical jokey jokes which the audience loved they really didn't want to know anything about my family or my sister-in-law or my mother so when i got i just crashed and burned and i got off stage and uh they people came up to me and said you know, Avi Lieberman's uncle has a house
0: here.
2: I wasn't
6: even good enough to be Elon's family to know that. <laughs> I want to know
0: why I wasn't for the record, my said you were very record, My parents said you were very funny.
6: made that up. Shut up.
0: Yeah,
6: yeah. Tammy.
0: Yes. Yes. My parents said you were very funny.
6: Aw, that was Sometime, sweet. They were asleep.
0: Don't laugh out loud. It's a problem we've all faced with you. We're not. We're vocal in every other way, but later. sometimes they just sit back and go, "Oh, this is nice. I like that, You know, you don't get the boom.
6: Yeah. Uh, well, I think though to answer your question, thank you, Elon. But to answer your question, Melina, really quickly, I think family is family, and I'm ba- I, everything I talk about is my family. That's why it works. Here it works in Israel. It works to people who have crazy loud families. I'm a comedian because no one would listen to me at the dinner table. I had to just grab a microphone, get them to pay attention to me, and um, I thought it, it really worked well. I might I blend in 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 Israel. I mean, no one knows the difference between an Italian nose right. and an Israeli nose, huh. um, you know. And I'm, I always Avi hates my opening line, but when we ever we were in Jerusalem. I was like, because you said, well, there are Christians, they kept asking me, Are you upset? Because, you know, do you have resentment towards the Jews over Christ? And I'm like, I'm Italian. We brought the nails.
7: Comedians will often ask, like, I'm I'm not Jewish, how am I gonna go over? It? I go they're gonna like yeah. you more. The, you yeah, know, right. the Jews. Like they you're more the novelty. You guys get a Brit, you know, they're – because Jews, and Elan can probably speak to this, Jews inherently are like, oh, you know, are you as funny as Mason or Seinfeld? They can't get that out of their head. <laughs> right. But it's like, oh, a black guy. This must be a real comedian. Oh, an Italian lady. This guy's, you know, oh, a white guy. This, you know. So then they're more excited. I go, they're going to like you better. If the Jews yell at me, bring me, I'm Jewish. I'm like, you should be going anyway. It's, and first of all, it's they don't want to see you as much as a Brian Kiley or a Tammy or a Steve or a Jeremy. You know, that's just By the way. way,
0: speaking of Brian Kylie, Brian Kylie, would you just shut up for one second yeah. and I, I don't need to <laughs> dominate the conversation. Yeah. No, no, no. We'd like to speak also. Like this is a <laughs> not about you, Brian Kylie. And by the way, nobody <laughs> likes you.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I well, the opposite thing, because yeah. everybody yeah. loves
0: Brian Kylie. Yeah.
3: Uh, Avi, how do you? get? I mean, how do you convince non-Jews to go to Israel? Is it a, is it?
7: A to to yeah, Steve it. I'm I'm paying them something. <laughs> uh, yeah, not enough, <laughs> not nearly enough. But this one is interesting. It's uh, we made a, a documentary called uh, uh, Land of Milk and Funny. That's about the tour. And the first, there's a clip in there where Wayne Fetterman. The first tour was uh, Lieberman, Fetterman, Natterman, and Gullman. And <laughs> people in Israel were like, "This show is too Jewish." Like, it's, it's, because I mean, in the beginning, like I couldn't get anybody to go. And then once uh, Steve White actually was on the second tour ever, it was like the first you know Gentile I ever had, and just demolished. And I With I, I, I the, with the very
4: famous people. Max Alexander,
7: rest in peace. Yeah. Yes, and it's, and it's a lot of it is word of mouth. You know, it's, it's, I tell the comics I go, look, I'm obviously biased, right? It's, talk to the other comedians that have gone. People ask me like, how did you get you know Craig Robinson to go and Jeff Ross and he's and Harlan Williams? I go, it's, I go, they're not going to go because you asked them. They're going to go because their colleagues have gone and said this is a trip you should do. It's, I got Brian Regan to go because I was just I used to use him as the example. Like when comics ask, what do I do? I go, do your most Regan-esque stuff. They're like, okay, now I get it. You know. Funny, clean, and uh, and Brian. All of a sudden, I get a call. Yeah, he'd like to go. I thought it was a joke. I'm just like, you know, because they hear from their colleagues. This is a a really life changing experience to the point, you know. So you should take it. Money aside, it's you know, it's obviously we can't afford because it goes to charity. You know that it's not going to be corporate money type of thing. But yeah, and, experience and speaking, but, of charity, be- speaking of
0: charity, and if I could just get in a word, if Brian Kylie would just for like give me. <laughs> one second. Just give me the screen for a minute. I know it's always all about Brian Kylie, but if he would be quiet, I just wanted to say, I'm a big fan of creative community for peace. And But at the beginning in the intro, there was something about this being not pro, not for profit, non-profit. Does this mean we're not getting paid for
7: this? What? <laughs> hey, guys, I gotta get out of here. Kind of shirt.
3: <laughs> Jeremy, I wanted, to, uh, I wanted to talk to Jeremy. I know that I am... Um, you went to israel i don't know if it was your first time but you went with the omri Kaspi foundation 2016-ish i think yeah was that your first time going to israel or
5: it was my first time going and what i'm about to say is absolutely true i i had my second bar mitzvah there as you can see i'm 200 years old so it was it was awkward but i was surrounded by pro athletes uh amari stoudemire uh gentlemen who are around between you know six eight and six eleven and uh I was bar mitzvahed and again and it was the the greatest time of my life it was unbelievable yeah. and then I went back uh recently and performed there as a as a stand up it, it and I'm not just saying this it was the it was the best set I've ever had Wow he couldn't understand me I don't know if that was, <laughs> a good thing. but um but I'm not just saying that. I don't know what it was. Elon's laughing because he he has watched my <laughs> my, my growth as a comic. If you yes, know. a lot of
0: growth, major growth.
3: Well, yeah. I you know I mean Absolutely. you know obviously like you've cut your teeth uh, you know in TV and film, and so is there you know that's kind of exercising a different muscle doing stand-up comedy. Does one feel more comfortable than the other? have you, you know, or did, you know, what has that experience been like?
5: Well, you know, I'm gonna bore you very quickly with my background. I I grew up on the stage and, you know, was a part of it. So in a way, all roads kind of lead to stand up and I've been a fan of it and respect that space so much. So I've been studying it and I just been doing about, you know, over 200 shows a year and just learning and grinding and getting better and then I ended up in Israel and for some reason it, it, it kind of felt really incredible and I had a great time and so did they so and here we are and then I go and I ask questions to people like Alon Gold and he has no answers whatsoever <laughs> and we no. he's been he's been like a mentor to me he's been amazing and that's the reason why i'm here and i but thought
0: i would say you don't let me just say this jeremy you don't need me you don't need anybody you've been funny in everything that you do and have done for decades so just just the transition into turning that funny into holding a mic on a stage as opposed to you being on stage in many what Broadway shows where you're being funny—it's just the difference of holding the mic and talking to them and not to your fellow actors. You don't need me or anybody to tell you how to be funny. Well, you—you you know
5: more than anyone that there is there is a science to
0: stand up, well, and certainly more than Brian Kylie. He doesn't even to be quiet
4: that kind of thing.
1: If only my mic worked.
3: <laughs> oh there he is.
7: Brian
3: Kiley. I, Ryan, you're from Boston, right? You're from I
1: am. I, oh, I met, okay. I met him,
3: Yes. I, well I wanna to talk to him because I'm a Masshole too and we're both from he grew up in Newton. I went to nice. Hebrew school I went to Hebrew school in Brookline. So Nice, nice. And I mean you came I think you came of came of age in the comedy circuit with like Steve Sweeney and all those other guys like in Boston.
1: Sure, so, sure, sure.
3: Those were some of my favorite. I mean, Boston comedy, I think, is... I, I love Brian, and I and I love, you know, the, the stand-up that you've done. And I actually wanted to know if you felt like that Boston comedy played well in Israel, too, and if people got it.
1: Well, Avi convinced me to go. He said that uh, Alan Gold's parents had a house there. <laughs> uh, so... Um, uh yeah you know it's so funny i had a ton of jccs and synagogue shows in boston and then when i moved to westchester so i actually i thought i was going to be in front of israelis but it was really expat i felt like i was just in westchester or whatever right. you know
7: by the way that's that's kind of what brian does he just sits quietly and then all of a sudden goes on stage just what he did now and just massive <laughs> lap, that's, I, Brian did the show with Joe Matarisa and Modi. And Modi has a ton of Jewish content and is used to going on, oh, I'm gonna kill the whole thing. And Modi likes to bust balls, but like in a fun way, he's just screwing with you. And I opened yeah. the show with Brian. And Brian was just very quietly, you know, sitting backstage. And, so, and all of a sudden he walks on stage and is just demolishing with like joke after joke after joke. And Modi suddenly is looking at me and he turned to me and goes, This guy's a freaking genius. It, it was just and kind of realized Brian upped everybody else's game. So uh it, it was yeah, And it was by the way,
0: and just it. just to add to that about Brian, because I grew up in the Boston comedy scene, even though I grew up in New York, uh, I went to Boston University. So all those years I was doing stand-up and Brian like everyone talked about him best joke writer sweetest guy that's why i love busting his balls there's nothing like busting the balls of <laughs> the, the nice nicest board. and best guy. <laughs> but but literally that's what he does he'll just he sits there quietly and all of a sudden put a mic in his hand and these phenomenal genius jokes just fly out of him and you know that boston comedy scene was fascinating because it was yeah. So many guys like, you know, Lenny Clark and Anthony Clark and Dennis Leary and, you know, Joe Rogan came out of that scene. Mm-hmm. Stephen Wright.
6: So, Stephen Wright, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So and I, yeah. I was there. And it, it's fascinating that, like, just like you're asking, what's it like doing comedy in Boston versus Jerusalem? Comedy is just comedy. You just have to, like Tammy said, be true to yourself. You want to talk about your family, talk about, you know comedy is the universal language it's like music and yeah, brian piley yeah. stinks at both
7: <laughs> i'm actually found the audiences in israel because uh, i think living in the u.s we can kind of take for granted that we can go to that. you know most major cities are going to have a comedy club especially in l.a or new york you have your, your your pick but in israel they don't get to see comedians of this level uh really ever except for the couple times a year when they're coming over on, you know on the tour with you know some other exceptions but uh, so I think they're very excited. The crowd people ask, what are the audiences like? The comedians are always concerned about that. I go, They're gonna be better than what you're standardly used to. Uh like realize-
0: drinking at two thirty PM. And driving in a car. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you drinking and parking? Yeah. I hope you
4: get arrested. Yeah. I hope I you think, do. I, I seriously guys, I think I might be committing a crime right now, leaving my mother out there. So I have to I have to get off this very shortly but I need to say a, uh, a what, couple of things about is Israel it? What go ahead I'm not drinking it it was just in the car it's a Cadillac you have to have Of course a fire there car. is that uh-huh. in the car. it comes with the car 16 years ago I went to Israel for the first time uh uh with Avi and um no one no none of the comedians talk about you know one aspect that I want to talk about I got laid so much. I'm I I i begging Avi to go back now, 16 years later, so I can see some of my work, if you know what I'm talking about.
3: <laughs> well, which is a great segue into my next question for Avi. You take them to perform on stage, but they're seeing other parts of Israel. I'm assuming you're doing, I don't know how long, if it's just in and out, if it's 48 hours, but... Can I just say that's the best transition
6: I've ever heard. He's talking about lady and she says, and we take them to see other parts of Israel.
7: Yeah. <laughs> On that, there's lovely gardens. <laughs> for a second, it's in terms of bringing them to places. Yeah, no, that's no, actually, uh, yeah, showing them the country is built into the tour. I remember once it's even for scheduling, like, they wanted to do an extra show, and it was the same day as, like, a touring day in the summer when we get back. It's, I told him no, I said, listen, they – we have to make sure that it's, they have a good experience. You know, they see things, right. and it's, I know I can speak. Uh, I don't want to speak for Tammy, but I know that it's, you know someone, who, a person of faith. Like when Tammy went to the Church Holy Sepulcher in Jerusalem and places like that. Like it's, I went up north with Tammy, and you're showing them, you know, the Sea of Galilee and all these things, St. Peter's house and all that. Like those are it's, those are things that I definitely want them to see because uh, that's the beauty of doing shows in Israel, there's something for everyone. If you're, there's, I, Brian is a big history fan. So just from a history aspect, I know there were a lot of things there that appeal to someone like that. If From someone of faith, there's something for that. Uh, uh. Nature, you know, Harlan Williams was a park ranger before he was a comedian. Yeah. So he loved going to the Dead Sea and just seeing the nature aspect of it. So yeah. it, it has kind of something for everyone. And I, I make it a priority to make sure that we have touring days involved. We have you know guides that'll meet us in Jerusalem to show them around and all that stuff. That's, that's uh, a major priority.
3: And I mean, what is it like for you to revisit some of these spots that you've been to over and over again with a new set of people? Does it get boring to you? And how do you make that interesting?
7: No, I'm just as excited every time. Uh, mm-hmm. th- no, I'll tell you, it's, it's funny. Judy Gold once took a photo of me. We were up at, uh St. Peter's house uh, in the north. And I'm sitting there doing something on my phone with someone else. and she's Amish, girl,
4: head fighting. Head. Amish uh, girl fighting. Amish
7: girl sighting. Yeah, she has uh, been there, done that That's it for Avi. That, but, but for me, it's the interesting thing is to see the comedians Uh, the dynamic is different every time. So you have some comics that are real pack ratty that like all three of us are doing everything together all the time. And some are like, see you later, I'm doing my own thing. And uh, some are more, it's interesting for me to see them go through this. Like the reactions of people at the Church of the Holy Sepulchre is different. Uh, Tammy's reaction was very different to other comedians. Like I remember Mary Ellen Hooper, who grew up in Catholic school, but isn't as religious now. We walk around and she just kind of stops and she kind of, I see her hand on her head like this and, I just thought she was tired and i go you all right? she's like yeah i just need a minute this is very overwhelming that's you know so oh, it, it yeah. kind of took her a second to process where tammy i think was more you know d- really was like in it immediately like very emotionally in tune if I well,
0: could do a i'm one of the bobby. 12
7: so bobby can i do a plug for you i, I won't i won't argue against it sure
0: <laughs> so you made this great documentary about how you take these comedians on the yeah. uh, on these yeah. trips to Israel, and I was fascinated by watching. Forget you know the obvious where it's the Jewish comedians and how they react. It was so cool to see Christian comedians really get overwhelmed with emotion at the you know at their holy sites, and it was like such a cool part of it. That's like Israel is for everyone, and that's what Israel promotes. This is you know it's the Jewish state, but it's for everyone to enjoy, to be spiritual in, to you know. And, and, and you showed that in your movie. And I was like, this is so cool that he takes them everywhere. And I'll just say this about me. And because that was a great question. Do you get tired of the same sites? After my fifth trip to Masada, I said, that's it. I'm not coming up here. I've seen it. I get it. It's a great view. I know the story. Why am I schlepping up a mountain, which Jews have no business doing? Okay. Literally, yeah. the last two that climbed up the mountain was Moses. Yes, there's a tram, so it's not necessarily climbing. But I, I'm not kidding when I say I'm not going back up Masada. And Avi, if you take me up there, I'm I'm skipping it. I'll be by oh, the. Yeah. He's
6: it's not, not even going to Jamie Masada.
0: So.
3: I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I want to talk you. to um. I want to talk to Jeremy and ask you a couple questions. Um. Yeah. Your wisdom of the crowd was a show that you were in, and it was based on an Israeli TV series. Yeah. So I think it'd be really cool to go to you and speak to Israeli TV series are becoming so popular in the United States, and a lot of the formats are being adapted, comedy too. Um, and I was just curious if you've been, uh, if you've you know been watching any uh, Israeli shows, comedy or otherwise, um, and uh, if that's been an enjoyable experience for you, and you know. Yeah.
5: I was actually blown away that, that almost everyone speaks English mm-hmm. and they, some of them speak English with an impeccable American accent. And these are real Jews. These are Jews that have been in the army that know Krav Maga. You know, I'm a, I'm a can't change a tire New York Jew. <laughs> no, just being there whatsoever. So it's very, very intimidating. The, the whole situation was very intimidating, but, um, yeah uh what is it what is it called cachette that did um cachette, that is, yeah is that how you say it
3: For cachette, cachette. Uh, cachette. yes the production company they're, yeah
5: they're incredibly prolific and we get uh a, a lot of shows from them and i and i hope there's more it would be and and i i can't wait to go back and get into it it's you have to understand i think because they are so incredibly present and, you know, they're dealing with danger on another level. As an audience, I've never seen an audience that was more present than that.
3: Yeah. What, I mean.
5: Crazy for it, sorry?
3: Uh, no, I was just thinking back. I actually remember when we met years ago, you were talking about your, your first bar mitzvah, which I believe was in um, Evanston. I want to say Evanston, where was your first Your when you were 13?
5: Uh, it was in a church, because we prayed to whom they right. We
3: were. Right? That was world. Steve
0: White's first bar mitzvah.
3: You're confusing
0: <laughs> your own bar mitzvah with Steve White's bar mitzvah.
3: But when you had your first bar mitzvah, you were very much like, you know, where you're playing a part. And you're probably nervous and you're 13. Yeah. And you, you, you've spoken. I'd love to hear more about when you went to Israel and became a bar mitzvah again. That yeah. must have been more spiritually satisfying, emotional. What were the feelings surrounding that experience?
5: Well, yeah. What, you know, first of all, I, I've been on the stage since I was eight years old, which is ridiculous. And so by the time I, I was bar mitzvah, I was very comfortable on stage. I just had no idea how to do the Hebrew. So I was viciously mediocre. And my father got up there, who was my acting teacher, and he had a very deep voice. And he said to the rabbi, literally in the middle of my bar mitzvah, he was giving the rabbi notes on conducting. My bar mitzvah in the middle of the bar mitzvah. Oh and my god! He goes, you know, Arnie, you're a lot more spiritual than you allow yourself to be. <laughs> <laughs> I, what that means, you know. Um, but no, the second bar mitzvah uh, that I had uh, was incredible because you know you're you're a grown person and you understand the weight of it, and it was incredible to also show this experience to all these pro athletes that had never been to a bar mitzvah. They were using the yarmulke as frisbees, no one knew what to do with it. It was, uh, but it was it was an incredible experience. And we also gave away uh, an ambulance that was a, a, a brand new motorcycle because I have the card in Hollywood, you can ask anyone, you can ask a Eli- lot, <laughs> right?
0: absolutely, Jeremy. That's true. And also, I want to say that, thank you, Jeremy, for giving me the title to my next uh, comedy special, Viciously Mediocre. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I want to know,
5: I don't have a reference for Brian as a comic, and I'm confused because he looks like he's in witness protection. And and, and, and he's being celebrated. But I need, you know, don't you hate it when people are like, you know,
0: you're a comic, give me a joke. Yeah. Right? Oh, you could just look up any of his Conan appearances when uh, he's also a writer. I mean, don't well, even. Yeah, him. I remember the first
7: time I'd seen Brian, I was standing there with David Feldman. So David Feldman has, I think, three Emmy Awards writing for Dennis Raleigh. And I'd walk in, I just started, I'm sitting there with David and Brian's about to go on. And he turns to me, he goes, you ever seen Brian before? I go, no. He goes, he'll make you want to quit. Yeah, I he's it. so fun. I go, what yeah. am I doing? This is this guy so much better than it, I, it and, Very you know, polished.
1: It's very nice of you, but my, you know my act is actually based on an Israeli TV show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See? yeah. Oh, Avi,
6: you're like the Jewish flame of flame. You're the best hype <laughs> man
3: in the world.
1: I just <laughs> love you. I, what's if, Abi, I what? Buy a nickel for every time someone said that to me.
3: i mean right um what you know right now people are in lockdown i'm assuming people aren't able to do stand-up in any arena right now so how are you all flexing your comic muscles you know Um, well
7: yeah i've been fortunate you know zoom is uh people ask that oh is this the new normal that's and i my answer is a hard no that's i think this is like a temporary yeah it's, it's like when netflix came out people are like is this the end of movies? I'm like, no. People are still going to want to go out. So it's, I think yeah. the sort of silver lining in this, in the long run, is uh, that you know this will be, I think, something else that we can do in addition to. Like, I mean, I think it speak for all the comics here that you'll often have conflicts. You'll get a phone call to do a gig and then you'll get another one and saying, I'm sorry, I can't make it. It's this might be a way to, you know, in a sense, to be able to make it now. You know, we can Zoom wasn't part of the you know social fabric before this started. Really, I hadn't even heard of it, it's, and now it's it's, it's standard. So it's, you know, I think that people, once this ends, are still going to want to go out. They're still going to want to have stand up and see live events. Um, but it's yeah, as far as flexing the muscle, it's things like this. You know, getting together with other comedians and performers. And uh, you know, I've done a few Zoom shows. Uh, so it's you know, you do the best you can, but it's not quite the same, obviously, as performing in front of-
0: No one more prolific than Alan Gold. Elan- Thank you so El- much, Jeremy. <laughs> well, Jeremy when- can I just address Avi for a second, Avi Lieberman? I, I'm, I'm detect. can you check the mezuzah behind you? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that,
3: that's <laughs> the wrong way. That's the wrong way. It's the right way.
7: Just in case any Chabad rabbis were watching this. Yeah. Th- it's that I look. would
0: and- check my mezuzah if I were you. But also, can I just say one thing, and not to take over this panel? Another one of my favorites. Now
7: not to take over? Yeah. Another Even one.
0: more. Another one of my favorite comedians in the world and best, coolest, nicest guys in the world, Steve White. He literally has to leave in a few minutes. Let's talk to Steve for a minute.
3: Yes. Wow, well. I'm, I, 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 I'm trying to understand. I, is his mom on the beach? Like, why is
4: he? My mom is, my mom is on the beach. She's with uh, a, a friend and caregiver. Um, mm-hmm. She's 85, pre-dementia and Alzheimer's. And she's about five hundred yards from me. I'm in the Cadillac, sweating, but I had to turn it on because the iPhone shut down because it was too hot. So I turned (laughs) on the caddy. So now I'm now I'm in the idling Cadillac, illegally parked, burgundy, uh, on the side of the road near Siesta Key Beach, and I can't complain. I went and got my mother out of South Carolina like a war extraction, last person out of Vietnam because there (laughs) were too many people going in and out of her house so i grabbed her loaded up the truck came back here i'm out of a job i work on cruise ships i'm out of a job the family said hey why don't you take care of mom so I like, okay, now. I, they're not diapers they're pull-ups uh i can do blood pressure i can do pain medication um and my life has radically changed and i'm 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 absolutely not panicking because that's what it wants. It wants me to panic. What's going to happen? Blah 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 blah. I'm just trying to get through this day. That's yeah. why this, this growth is here. That's why this whatever the, whatever this thing is called. The kids are
7: having. Um, <laughs> by the way,
0: the Steve White is the most Jewish person on this panel.
7: <laughs> <laughs> by the way, Steve would go on at the Steve would throw in these like Yiddish terms and this. I was like, how does he know this? And then he told me he said. Bobby, I grew up in Long Island, was an accounting major at Delphi. What do you think about <laughs> He's
0: literally, like, oh, so literally so Jewish. Martin. He's so Jewish, his last name's White. I'm so confused about what I'm right now. Jeremy, <laughs> um, I,
4: Let me just really quickly, because after this, I really should go, guys. I gotta be responsible, and I love you all, and thank you. My opening joke and in, in, uh, at every show in Israel was, um, how do you get this Dead Sea mud off?
3: Yeah, and they
4: of every. No. Time.
0: Yeah, so oh funny. my <laughs> god, that is! <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, that is. Great. Uh,
3: Jeremy, will we see an entourage <laughs> movie? Do you think?
5: Uh, we, we saw one.
3: Will there be another one? You think?
5: You know what? I, I I'm, not, I'm not just saying this for whatever reason. I'm always the last one to know, and that's not me being the Jewy guy that's complaining. So I wish I had an answer for you, but I have, I, I've got nothing for you. All I'm right. going to do their podcast and talk to the boys and I, I will report back
4: to you All on right. that.
3: Cool. Amazing. And then I'm hey, curious. Piven,
4: if, like, I ever, if I ever did to Piven, I'm approaching Piven. Just so you know, I'll come social distance, but I'll be like, hey, I was a guy. I remember? So I think you're fantastic. You're an amazing actor. Do what you do. Larry Moss, my acting coach.
0: We'll say the same thing. He yeah, is a good actor. Give this man a role in something because let me tell you something. There are no more cruises.
3: Right. Or comedy clubs. Yeah. <laughs> what um did any of you face backlash for going to Israel?
6: Uh, uh, no, but I never knew how important it was to stand with Israel till I went to Israel. And I,
1: I, now have to say, so I got a lot, a lot of backlash from my friends in ISIS. <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 <don't know>. <laughs> thing! that happens what do you what you do I
0: you want a story about backlash
3: for for Elon, brian jeremy anybody wants to to leap in here uh tammy so, yeah um, I, I'm, uh, okay a lot <laughs> we know you can
0: <laughs> i my, tell a story about backlash I, uh, you know, yes. performing in Israel. But first, if Steve really has to go, I really do want to hear more of his experience in Israel, and then he's going to leave us. He's going to pass away.
4: He doesn't what? want to talk to me, Elon. Well, he keeps it's saying obvious. he has to go, <laughs> but he's not going. Well, I was talking, and you were like, hey, back to Jeremy. I'm not being
6: I'm auditioning,
5: <laughs> not talking.
4: Right, okay, Let's okay, go. Steve, I is not
5: going to go for go all ahead. of us. Steve, so, if, okay, so these are my best point about I need to be black-ish producers and we can all do a show called Jew-ish. Love, Love it. it. Love it.
3: <laughs> yes! That was Can I, that can would I, be, amazing. Can I be the guy that
4: runs the bagel shop? I'm the guy who runs the bagel shop. It's gonna be better than H and H, better than Pick a Bagel. I'm the bagel shop guy. I'm is the bagel it? bro. Bagel bro! <laughs>
3: Boom! <laughs> It writes itself. What do you, what do you think, like, um, and, um, I'm gonna go to Brian because he, I'm gonna ask Brian this first. What do you, what do you think, um, comedians can do in order to kind of mitigate some of the negative stereotypes about Jews? You know, like, do you think comics, you know, is that are there, do, do comics have some sort of, uh, you know, social responsibility in order to, you know, reduce stereotypes, I guess, affecting everyone, not just Jewish people, but anyone? Or is, you know, should, should comedy kind of remain an area where you should just kind of let comedy free to roam and go to the places that it needs to go? Or do you think that comics have a certain responsibility to mitigate social, you know, stereotype negative stereotypes?
1: Well, I think if you're just, if you're connecting with your audience, then, then that's gonna get rid of a lot of the stereotypes and just show that the common ground that we all have. You know, I know when I went, to Israel, people were worried about my personal safety and it's like, hey, I grew up in Boston I was worried about my personal safety every day <laughs> so right. you know we're all the same inside and and whatever so I think I think having different when you do shows for different audiences and so on, you do see the common ground that we all have. does yeah. that answer your question in any no way?
3: absolutely and you know I'd like to hear from like Avi I, and I, I'm and,
1: not okay.
3: Yeah, that's all. no, no, no! Totally finished. Totally go. If,
1: well, I'm, I'm not sure that Heed Magazine is helping.
3: No, it, it's def- <laughs> it went defunct. It's not up anymore.
1: Okay. <laughs> it was. I, I have to, to say read- when I when I'm reading it at the dentist's office, I get a lot of dirty looks. That's all I'm saying.
3: Trying to reclaim the name, and that was sort of that. But um, it's but yeah, Avi, Ilan, Jeremy.
0: Weekly, that's for sure. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, My but- name is Steven, Steve White. Avi, Elon, Jeremy,
3: anybody but the obvious black guy. You can't my, day. Day to go. my day. Day. Steve, you, Steve, you've been saying you need to go for fifty minutes, but you're still here, <laughs> you so I'm very confused. But I was gonna go after I said something
4: yes. okay. about my love yeah. for Israel. So after this, I will leave. Okay. Perfect. And I'll. I'll Jews. I thank everybody. I really do have to go now. So love you too. All
0: right. Bye-bye. Um, Steve. Steve's mother has fallen in the sand and she can't. <laughs> he
7: go. doesn't even have
6: a mother. Don't, he's playing for sympathy. He, his mother died 10 years ago. Yeah. Paying no That's attention. Okay. Can him. I ask
7: Tammy, because I found that interesting. When you said you didn't realize, uh, what, what, what did you mean by stand with Israel when you got back? That, well, I
6: just didn't, I think here in the States, and uh, you hear certain things. You hear about the conflict. You don't really pick sides because you don't understand fully the whole thing. You just know that there's things that are happening there. Just like my eyes, I've done a lot of USO tours and been to the middle the like Iraq and Dubai and all those places. And you don't realize what's going on sometimes in a place until you're actually there. And the struggles of people and their it's amazing the ability to laugh. It's amazing the fortitude of Israelis. It's just, I, the, I'm so enamored with the culture. I mean, the history and everything. And besides the fact that I did get good deals at the Shook, so <laughs> um, those were good things. But you know, I, I just, I, I realized that you have to take part because if you don't take part and you don't take a stand, then you're actually taking one against, right. yeah. you know? Um, so for me, it was just always a little... Now, I will say this, and Avi, we've talked about this before. We were there the when I was there. The embassy was being announced, moved from uh, Tel Aviv to Israel. That's I mean, to Jerusalem. And the Palestinians declared three days of rage, um, which was wiped out because it rained and apparently they don't rage during the rain, but it was too much. Um, And I was, everybody was nervous. And I'm like, I'm Sicilian. Uh, Every day is a day of rage in my house. That's how I became a comic, so I'm not afraid of this. But it did get a little bit dicey because people kept saying, when are you leaving? When are you leaving? Are you leaving? And everyone knows that on the last day of our tour, you're kind of on your own. You finish that show in Tel Aviv and then good luck. We got a taxi, everybody goes on their own way um i smuggled myself and uh, another great comic were with us uh dc benny uh i smuggled us knives out of the hotel (laughs) so we could get be in the in the taxi and i i change the cover of my passport to my mother-in-law's. I had them take a picture of it. And then I downloaded it in the computer to an Italian passport and put it on the outside. Cause I was getting out. I watched enough Homeland to know the route. And so I was like, I have to get out of here, but it, it's an amazing country. That's yeah. you have to go to know.
3: If somebody, this is a, this is a question. I think from someone watching, if somebody has an idea, an up and coming com- comic has an idea for a TV show or short what can they do to try to get that notice? Is it you know, imperative that they hook up with an agent or are there other ways today to go about kind of making this uh, idea of, see it come through to fruition? Does anyone have, maybe Jeremy- Yes, something sincerity? called
0: YouTube. Yeah. YouTube? Mm-hmm. You can make it and if it's good, it'll get some attention and then maybe people will pay you to make something. Just make it and leave us alone. We're making our own crap.
6: <laughs> I have no idea, because I never, I never, I get cast, but I will say this, when you get on stage, you just have to do 10,000 hours. Yeah, That's why I think I've heard such amazing things about Jeremy, because he was one of the few actors that could actually transition. Trust me, we've heard about all the horrible, Solid actors who went on to be stand ups and it didn't work. And so, kudos to you, Jeremy, because I think you really did put your 10,000 hours in or working through that. If you're doing 200 dates a, a year, yeah. Jeremy's just pure mother is
5: on
0: the beach and he's got to go.
4: Yeah.
5: <laughs> I've got a, a kind of a plum Cadillac 1972 parked inside of me. Who doesn't? <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> for saying that i will run that on an endless loop and you know what's so interesting about comics i don't know who said it to me but they said you know how i know you're doing all right and i said how he goes because i haven't heard anything because believe me if you were bombing everyone would be talking about it and it's it's just (laughs) comics but i'm not i'm not just saying it that that i have so much respect for the for the game because i've been doing it and
0: you know, and I know how maybe difficult. We prefer to call it an art form. Okay, maybe it's a game. <laughs> too. Maybe it's a goddamn your game.
7: Your Your sketch. Your yeah. little gig. <laughs> you're doing your skits, yeah.
5: What I'm talking about. You're you're you're, you're broken. You're, you all of you are broken. People.
7: Yes.
3: Yes. In so, regards, I, I, I want to make the, sure, Avi, I want to make sure we uh, we are able to plug Land of Milk and Funny, correct? Yes,
7: yeah. Where it's, can
3: we watch that? What's the... It,
1: it, late- it's,
7: it's fun. It's, we had uh, screenings. We were doing, a, we were like on the festival, the Jewish film festival circuit. We were doing a bunch of that. But uh, we're going to find a way, hopefully, I actually have a... I'm trying to get in touch with the other producer about it. it's finding a way to get that online. And okay. it's because I actually had I had a family that moved to Israel. And I get an email from this woman saying, I'm under quarantine for two weeks. We're, we're, do- you know, this is driving us crazy. Is there any way we can watch this? And uh, it's normally, it's just for screening committees. And I, I said, listen, I'm gonna send it to you, but you have to delete, never tell anyone, I'm blowing it now. And she goes, and she was so thankful to just get like an hour and plus minutes of, you know, laughter. She sent me the nicest email back going, we really need Before
6: it. she watched it. Yeah. <laughs>
7: and, uh, Yes, yeah, so, you know. Again, the, we're gonna we're gonna try of, to find a way to maybe you know get this up someplace uh, to get so it's viewable. And also, I want to ask Elon: Are the Talmuds that you've never opened behind you? It's, are those strategically placed as well? I just wanted to make of sure. They are. I'm a learned
0: man. Can I just promote something also? Sure. Okay. Um, this Saturday night I'll be performing at Tammy Pescatelli's parents' house.
3: Please. <laughs> Thank God, somebody needs to hook up their Netflix because they keep blaming me. My my actual my last question was what is everybody watching we'll go around avi jeremy Ilan, brian and then tammy what are you guys watching at home comic or otherwise to pass the time
7: uh i, I just finished the last episode of ozark last night and now i've been very disciplined I feel like you got to watch Fauda, which i've watched the first two seasons and i was concerned because someone was like i was like is the third season bad and then I, you, you always have those friends that just binge watch to watch the whole season in a day. And my friend goes, no, Fout is great. So that's next. I try to just it's do- It's amazing. It's one, yes. one thing a day. It's,
3: the I'm third also season crazy. is great.
7: Yeah, I, I also like, I'm a big history, World War II, anything, you know, so I can get loaded with that, with like the the history channel and all that stuff. But I try to watch that in the morning when I'm eating breakfast and then at night. I like, almost <laughs> feel like that's my schedule. It, you know, is Hitler in the morning? It's, and then <laughs> I, I'll pick whatever, you know, Netflix, Right. Uh, right.
0: That's
4: it,
7: Jeremy. That is, that is what are that. you
3: watching?
0: You know what, Jeremy? Jeremy, I'll answer for you. I'll tell well, you what. W- <laughs> Jeremy Piven is watching a, a nightly show on Instagram called My Funny Quarantine with Elon Gold. Yes. It's at six thirteen PM, and that's all he watches. I, all right.
3: <laughs> what else are you watching, Jeremy?
5: Uh, have you Have you guys seen Unorthodox? By yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, it's incredible. Blown away by that. Uh, the ending was so incredibly emotional and empowering and Shira that lead. Shira Haas. Right, yeah. yeah, Shira
3: Haas is amazing. She's great.
5: I, I just finished um, The Last Dance, being from Chicago, and yeah. they were coming kind of up to put me in it, so it was like the greatest moment of my life. That's amazing. And just saying this, um, I, I have to go because I'm talking to a director about, and I'm not making this up, about playing a character whose mother tongue is Hebrew. Oh. And I, I put them on hold for about a half hour. So I'm feeling like I'm prepared for that meeting based, <laughs> on,
3: That's we're,
5: we're doing this
0: based on Jewish this. Lives Matter committee.
7: Jeremy. Was-
3: Jeremy, <laughs> here's
0: the greatest thing, Jeremy, before you go, that yeah. movie, my managers sent me the script and said they want to put you on tape a week ago, then they went, wait, don't do it, Jeremy Piven is in negotiation. I go, thank God, I haven't even read the script. Who has time to read scripts?
5: Brother, you, you,
0: you of all people should be reading scripts. I'll read you, them. <laughs> you take it, it's yours. I don't want it, I don't wanna, I don't, you're a better actor. I don't wanna read, I don't wanna know from it.
3: So Jeremy needs to go. Wanna make sure we say bye. <laughs>
5: bye Jeremy. Bye Jeremy. I love you, I celebrate you all with the power of Christ.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Um bye. Elon oh, quickly and then it. Brian. What are you watching, Elon?
0: Um Avi, take it. Take it. All that. right. Wait one second. No, no, Elon no. Elon no, Gold wait. is calling me. <laughs> yeah. All
3: right. Tammy, what are you watching?
0: Second.
6: Second. I, I,
3: uh, I, I I literally just finished
6: uh five yeah. season or seasons or ten seasons of look he's taking the call, of, wait, guys, taking the call. Okay. I'd much We're rather hear his call.
7: <laughs> yes. I'll
0: Yes, I, I think Molina's in love with Jeremy. I'm not sure. He,
7: he has more credits than we do. So. Is just
0: credits or is it like a crush? Like what's happening? I he go, did look cute. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, he looks great. There's no doubt about it. But
7: like,
0: he didn't even want to hear from like like you know poor Steve was at the beach with his mind. She didn't ask him one question.
7: Steve again. I, it's Hollywood. So
0: okay. I okay. gotta
7: go. I'm doing Zoom. I gotta go too. I'm so. on a. I'm
0: on a Zoom. Right. Sorry, what did you want
3: to know? <laughs> Brian, what are you watching on TV?
1: You're not going to believe it, but I just finished watching all three seasons of Fauda. Yeah. Still
3: <laughs>
2: anytime, good. Anytime a bald guy is the star, I'm amazing, in. Right? <laughs> that that amazing,
3: right? Still
2: good. That's the default <laughs> answer. I'm watching Fauda. That is <laughs> any Jewish uh, <laughs> Zoom, the default answer.
3: It's ah. no. Um. Anything else anybody Tammy. wants to Tammy talk?
2: Didn't, Tammy, didn't, you didn't ask Tammy.
3: I no, did.
6: no, I no, I did. Uh, oh, uh, I homeland. I did around. all ten seasons. But finding the funny, my old special, is on uh, Amazon yeah. Prime. Watch that's that. Um, it's uh, you could watch my new special, way after school special. It's on iTunes, Showtime, Women of a Certain Age. That's what I'm watching. That's women awesome. of and, a Certain Age. Yeah. And Melina what do you is got? on
2: it.
3: What am I watching? Yeah. Um,
2: Since last time.
3: Oh my God! I just finished Normal People on Hulu. Whose dog amazing. is that?
2: Yeah.
6: Who's yeah. dog? Let's sorry, it's my dog. She's she's,
3: I can't. She's I so cute. She's just barking nonstop. I'm sorry. My kids are with their dad. I have no one to watch the dog. She's barking. Don't apologize. This sorry. is the
6: new norm.
3: You'll never know.
6: be. Dogs want attention now. Does they are no respecter of persons. The Jeremy
2: Piven problem. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll but tell um, you what. The for any of you guys, especially if you're comedians, one amazing show is The Great. That you got to watch on Hulu with Elle Fanning and Nicholas Holt. The the great, it's Nicholas too. Holt was that funny of a guy. Huzzah! <laughs> you, 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 the the word huzzah is about to spread. All over the interwebs very soon I want
7: to hear the word spread
2: during this time oh <laughs> that is true <laughs> anyhow thank you guys so much this was the least funniest panel we've had this whole time <laughs> um, clearly um, but you know hopefully you guys you know can turn into some other ones and, and get some good material um, but anyhow, any so And by the, the way good luck,
0: good luck escaping
2: through that vent behind you <laughs> <laughs> that's why I usually cover with a virtual background um, and, you know, I also, you know, tried to audition for Jeremy Piven's wife a couple times, but no, we don't need to talk about that. Um, anyhow, Creative Community for Peace, we are a nonprofit. Uh, please donate if you can, ccfpeace.com, and you can also find out more information. Uh, maybe one day we can get these guys paid as well. Uh, and we have a lot more uh, panels coming up, so please stay connected, creativecommunityforpeace.com, ccfpeace.com. Thank you guys so much, see you soon. Thanks, bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.